thanks for connecting with our online content at Holy Trinity Church in Richmond. We really hope that what we share with you will be a blessing and will help you to continue to grow in your knowledge and love of God. Good morning. Welcome to Holy Trinity. Um, as you just heard, my name is Eric. Uh, and to begin with, a little bit about me. Uh, as you can tell from my accent, uh, I'm not a local. Uh, I originate from Los Angeles, California. Uh, I arrived in New Zealand almost 30 years ago now on a boat that my dad built. Uh, since uh, set, getting to New Zealand, uh, I've uh, become a follower of Christ, uh, married my wife Sarah, and we've had uh, three kids, David, Mark, and Hannah. It's actually Hannah's birthday today, so if you see her, make sure you say happy birthday. Uh, moving on, Zane has asked me to preach today. Uh, I've been preaching now for about eight years, uh, and it's a privilege to open God's Word with you this morning. Uh, we'll be looking at Jesus' example of waiting on God's strength uh, in our weakness through prayer. So, uh, as we begin, let us pray. Lord God, I thank you for this privilege to open your Word. Uh, Lord God, I pray that uh, what we hear today will be a benefit to us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Do you ever find yourself uh, getting that feeling of being completely overwhelmed uh, when faced with a difficult task or event? Uh, I get this sometime at work. You know, the emails are piling up, and then the phone rings, and the caller ID has that name on it that you just don't want to answer. You know, can, 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 do I have to answer? Can I pretend I'm not here? Yes? Yes? Good. Not just me. Excellent. Um, or do you have times where you're so sleep-deprived or otherwise exhausted ment mentally, physically, emotionally, that you just want to lay down in bed and ignore the world? How do you handle those moments or seasons? Do you run and hide? Do you get grumpy and angry? Do you sit in despair or just sit and stare at the TV? As we look at our passage today, we'll see that the best way to get to the, through these weak times is to ask God for help. And to begin with, let's pick on Peter. <clears throat> in our passage today, we find Jesus with the disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's feeling tired and overwhelmed, so he takes time to be with his father as he prepares himself for what he knows is to come. Like many of us, when we go through a hard time, we want people around us. We don't want to be alone. So he, um, he asked for some of the disciples to stay with him. Sit here while I pray. And my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. Simple request, you know, just sit and wait. Well, Jesus goes through, goes a little further and prays probably one of the most anguish-filled prayers in all of history. He comes back looking for some emotional support, and he finds that they have been less than supportive. He came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? You can kind of picture Jesus saying, come on, guys. That was, what, one hour, and already you're out to it? Couldn't you stay awake just a little bit longer? 
Now, we may be thinking, ah, oh, yeah, those disciples, they can never get anything right, can they? But to be fair, have you ever tried to sit in complete darkness and stay awake? I have. It's hard. Um, I used to have to do this when we were on the boat during an overnight passage. We would divide the night into four watches between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m., and we'd each take a three-hour slot. Well, one night, the first night out from Western Samoa, I was on first watch, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. No problem for me now, but back when I was 12, it was a lot harder, despite having an audiobook to uh, listen to to keep awake. I proceeded to fall asleep. A couple hours later, I woke up and noticed something wrong. You see, we were supposed to be heading south towards Tonga, but while I was asleep, the wind had come around, and the boat being under full sail had followed it around, and we were heading north, back to Western Samoa. Suffice to say, it wasn't easy having to get up and tell my dad of my failure to keep watch, help him turn the boat back around, back south towards Tonga. And to add insult to injury, in the morning, we could still see Western Samoa over the horizon. <laughs> like Peter and the others, I had tried to stay awake at the request of someone who needed me to. Like Peter and the others, I didn't manage it. Here, Jesus rebukes the disciples, telling them to watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. We are weak too. We can have the best intention to do things and then proceed not to do them. For example, how many of you had made a New Year's resolution? Picked a goal, fitness goal, steady goal, reading the Bible goal. That was mine one year. I made it to February before I started falling behind in my schedule. All good ideas. No show of hands. Who are still on the goal that they set? Um, in, <laughs> unless we are careful, these things will fall by the wayside. We'll be tempted to do other things, especially when we are tired and not feeling well. Peter makes other promises he couldn't keep. You'll find him a little earlier in the chapter proclaiming that whatever comes, he will stand by Jesus. Peter said to him, even though they all fall away, I will not. If I must die with you, I will not deny you. But we see how that pans out towards the end of our passage. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Peter tries on his own strength, but fails. Says he will do stuff, doesn't. Paul was right in Romans 7 when he says, I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep doing. Sound like us too? But that's enough picking on Peter. Let's look to Jesus. It's always a good idea to see how, how he does stuff. So he's about to be executed, and that's obviously weighing very heavily upon him. So how does he cope with this? Does he run away in despair? No. He doesn't try to persevere on his own. He shows that the best approach 
is to go to the Father in prayer, asking God for guidance, strength, and determination. Going a little further, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but you will. Help. I need help. This is too much for me to bear. I need help to get through this. Prayer is something that Jesus modeled throughout his ministry. When asked by his disciples in Matthew 6, he teaches them how to pray. And then he goes on to teach them the Lord's Prayer. Ask God for what you need and be humble about it. Before choosing the 12 disciples, he spends a night in prayer upon the mountain. After feeding the 5,000 in Matthew 14, he sends the disciples off to have some time alone to pray. Alone time to focus on prayer without any distractions. My biggest stumbling block with prayer is all the distractions around me. My phone, my computer, those around me. Get away from it all, even if it's just for a short walk, and spend some time in prayer. Jesus was intentional and habitual in his prayer. So, on to us. We have two choices. We can either follow Peter's example or Jesus' example. We can be how Peter and the other disciples were initially, trying to do things on our own by our own strength. The boys one year got a uh, basketball hoop for Christmas from my parents, which I dutifully attempted to mount on the garage. It was heavy, it was awkward, you know, trying to hold it over my head, get it onto the garage. So I had two choices, ask for help or persist on my own. Guess which one I did? I went on my own and struggled for the next hour to get this thing attached to the garage. I got there in the end, but wouldn't it have been easier if I just stopped and asked for someone for help? We can try to do things on our own, or we can take the example of Jesus and ask God for help. Jesus tells us in Matthew 11, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You might be in a situation that you're struggling with, and God may not take you out of that. He didn't prevent Jesus from going to the cross. Paul spoke of the thorn in his side that, that God didn't take away. But like both of them, his grace and strength was enough for them to carry on. So spend time in prayer like Jesus did. Bring your struggles and concerns before God. But don't forget that you have others around you. Ask others for prayer. Ask others for help. We're a family here. We should be looking out for each other. When someone gets baptized, we as a church are asked if we will help this person in their walk in faith. So, take prayer and waiting hand in hand. Watch, wait, pray for the Lord's strength, guidance, patience, and purpose. Going back to Peter, we do have to cut him a bit of slack, as we have a massive advantage over him. We have the Holy Spirit, which he hadn't yet received at the time. 
Peter received it at Pentecost, though, and look at the change that occurred in him. Just think of all the great things that God can do with us because we have the Holy Spirit. You know, if God can turn Peter into someone like Peter. Don't despair, though, if you feel like a failure. The Bible is full of failures. My children have a copy of the Jesus Storybook Bible. For all you grandparents, it's a great gift for your grandchildren and great-grandchildren. In the intro, it says, people think the Bible is a book of heroes, showing you people you should copy. The Bible does have some heroes in it, but most of the people in the Bible aren't heroes at all. They make some big mistakes, sometimes on purpose. They get afraid and run away. And at times, they are downright mean. Abraham, Moses, King David, the disciples, Paul, Jesus knows we're all going to have our weak times. So he prays for us in John 17. So the next time any of the many things in life that we may have to deal with crop up, which is it going to be? Are you going to try, persist on your own? Or will you pause, turn to Jesus, let his Holy Spirit work within you, and then go forward with his health and strength? Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you that you are with us. You have filled us with your Holy Spirit to empower us to do your work here on earth. Help us to be faithful in prayer. Help us to faithfully build your kingdom here on earth for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to connect with more of our online content at Holy Trinity in Richmond, you can do that by going to our YouTube page simply by searching for Richmond Anglican Aotearoa. You can also touch base with us online at our website or on Facebook by searching with those same words. Friends, we're so thankful that you've joined us online and that you're enjoying our content. We really do hope and pray that God is blessing you through it. If you've got any feedback, you can touch base with me, zane at richmondparish.nz. Thanks so much for listening. Music